Hello, and welcome to the post-Christmas edition of Sports Ethos DFS today. I am your host, Santino Cocone. We have a nice eight total games on here, one showdown early, then we have everything else starting at six. Uh, pretty, pretty good slate here. We have, as usual, a ton of uh, COVID players, people in, people out. It's continuing. I'm doing this one in the morning of, uh, right before I jumped on, saw a couple more people, Josh Jackson, Corey Joseph, just get into protocol. So uh, obviously we have to continue to keep an eye on this because it's changing rapidly on who's in, who's out, mainly out. Uh, but it will change our value and where we attack it. All right, without further ado, though, let's jump on over into this first showdown slate. This one tips off at 3.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have the Orlando Magic taking on the Miami Heat, uh, a 207.5 game total, and a Heat are nine-point are the Heat are nine-point home favorites. On the injury report, we have pretty much everybody. Uh, Bam is out, Deadman's out, Lowry's out, Markeith Morris is out, Oladipo's out, P.J. Tucker and Jimmy Butler are questionable. Uh, for the Magic, Bamba, Razdikis, MCW, Foltz, Isaac, B.J. Johnson, Etwan Moore, Michael Mulder, Okeke, Ross, Suggs, Mo Wagner. Uh, they're all out. We have Cole as questionable and Wendell Carter Jr. and R.J. Hampton as available. Yeah, a lot to siphon through. <laughs> Pretty much the entire Magic team is out. Uh, we'll start with them, though. Wendell Carter Jr., Franz Wagner, uh, and they make a ton of sense here. Um, if Cole Anthony does play, he makes some sense too. I mean, even against a tough heat defense, pretty much everybody's gone on that defense. Butler may or may not play. Uh, same with Cole Anthony, so we'll see. But uh, Carter Jr., Wagner, Gary Harris should play as many minutes as they can handle. Uh, we saw Robin Lopez just play pretty well in those spot starts. Three straight games over 30-plus minutes. Then Wendell Carter came um, back. He played six total minutes, so that was really interesting to see. He might have to play, and he might draw the start in this one with all of the bodies that are out. And if he does, makes a lot of sense at 4-2. Uh, Gravit Hampton would be come in play if Cole Anthony does miss. Uh, I wouldn't really gravitate towards them uh, if they do play. Admiral Schofield, if you want to just throw a dart throw, he played 25 minutes in the last game so and brought back almost 24 fantasy points. Another guy. There's just so many bodies out here missing. Uh, but I'm going to be paying up because there's so much value even on a showdown slate. Likewise, on the other side, if Butler plays, I like him. Uh, there's no Lowry, we know. If Butler doesn't play, Tyler Hero, Max Struss, Gabe Vincent, all in fantastic spots as usual. Uh, Yurtsevin, going to be one of the highest owned players on this slate, likely. Uh, he played three out of the last four games over 20 minutes. Now there's no Deadman. We already know there's B.J. Tucker's um, questionable for this one. We already know Bam is out. A lot of minutes up for grabs for this guy, so very interesting there. I'm going to have him in a lot of my, my lot of my lineups. Uh, Akpala, Cody Martin, depending on Tucker and Butler's availability, they make a lot of sense. Um, I mean, you don't really have to worry about cash in this game, in having leftover cash, because there's just so much value here. Uh, even on a one-game slate, it's crazy. Um, Tyler Hero, Butler, is likely going to be my captain. And I'll just see where it goes from there. And who's in, who's out. All right, jumping on over to the main slate. 
The first game on the main slate is just as crazy. We have the Toronto Raptors taking on the Cleveland Cavaliers in Cleveland. Uh, we have a 205.5 game total. The Cavs are 6.5 point home favorites. On the injury report, we have a an entire chapter of a book over here. Uh, for the Raptors, we have Precious, OG, Scotty Barnes, Ken Burke, uh, Banga, Champagne, Dragic, Flynn, David Johnson, Siakam, Trent Jr., Van Vliet, all out. And maybe continuing. I, I, I don't know. It, it's insane. On the Cavs side of the ball, we have Allen, Ed Davis, Mobley, uh, The Last Jedi, Seti Osman, Colin Sexton, Mar Stevens, Dylan Windler, all out. And Isaac Okoro is questionable. Um, he's coming back. He got cleared, but it's conditioning now. So, yeah, there's a lot of value clearly to be had in this first game. A lot, a lot, a lot at value. Huh? This starts at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The um, the Raptors only have eight available players as of now. Uh, Benton, Svee, Wontanabe, Boucher, Waters, Wilson, Otoro, Juwan Morgan. That is all they have right now available. Uh, those first four guys and Waters. I mean, anybody you can take a shot at here, but see what the starting lineup looks like. I'm assuming Chris Boucher, 5'8" rock solid i mean they can't even if he has uh mental mistakes that coach nurse doesn't like he's got to play him there's no other really options there so he's got to play this guy and we know what he can do um the damage he can do when playing 30 plus minutes uh svi banton banton's gonna have a lot of point guard duties uh waters might get that start up point guard so keep an eye on him but this is just one of those uh throw a dart you're gonna hit some value here everybody's pretty cheap um Montanabe is a little high. Svi, 4'7", 4'6". They're not super cheap, but you keep going a little bit. And Banton's only 3,200. Uh, DJ Wilson's 3K. He might draw the start. Waters, very, very intriguing. 3K. Um, Morgan. Atoru. Atoru's not even on here. I don't know why, but he'll probably likely be on here by the time we start. But all those guys, 3K. It's very, very good. Um, and Boucher, you just got to play him uh, for me. On the other side of the ball, similar. Uh, we have Garland, but the two big guys up front are out. Markin and Kevin Love have been playing pretty solid. Uh, nothing to scream, play me, play me, play me. Uh, but this matchup, I mean, uh, three of the last four games, Kevin Love has played 20 minutes. Uh, he's brought back over 32 fantasy points. So that would be one, and this matchup is not scary whatsoever in that front court against who they're playing uh Markinen is just struggling struggling right now uh Okoro would make sense if he does play he was playing really well before he went into the protocols uh four straight games of at least 23 points so he was playing pretty well before that and he'll get more opportunity here Garland's almost 10k now um I really like Garland but at the same time I'm not going to have much exposure to him I don't know how close this game's going to be I think uh, Kevin Love Akora make a lot of sense to me. Everybody else, I'll just see. Maybe someone else gets added because this is this team has been decimated lately as well. Uh, the next game of the night, we have the Philadelphia 76ers taking on the Washington Wizards at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have a 208.5 game total, and the Sixers are three-point home or road favorites. I'm sorry. Uh, on the injury report, we have Drummond, Danny Green, Shake Millen, Ben Simmons all out. Georges Nang and Tyrese Maxey as questionable. The Wizards, Bradley, uh, Bradley Beal, Thomas Bryant, KCP, all out. Rui and Isaiah Todd are questionable. Rui possibly making his 
uh, season debut for this game. I'm, I'm not going to play him, but that's just uh, something to keep an eye on. He was pretty good last year and the year before. Um, we'll start with the Sixers. Embiid was ruled in. They said expected to play not too long ago this morning. So Embiid's going to be in a very solid spot against this um, this lineup. And we have the, we're going to have the money with all of these everybody in the COVID list. So uh, yeah, I'm going to we can definitely go to Embiid here. Uh, it's going to be a good spot. He's going to be one of the premier options. Um, and we don't really have to worry about not having the money here. Uh, him and Jokic are, are, are neck and neck. Probably lean Jokic for the safety, uh, but in tournaments, Embiid makes sense as well to separate yourself from the pack there. Outside of him, Tobias Harris, I don't really want to pay that much money. Uh, Seth Curry's getting close, but I'm, I'm not going to pay that much. He's teetering on me wanting to pay, but almost 7K, I'm okay with that. Um, that said, if Tyrese Maxey doesn't play, Curry gets a little bump there. Uh, probably just going to, for the most part, just stick to Embiid and see who's in, who's out outside of that. Because um, Tyrese Maxey will shuffle things around because we don't have the backup point guard in Milton already either. Now maybe Matisse Thybul finds his way into the 30-minute um, roll here. And at 3,800, that would make sense because he has done that the last two games. Uh, this is a good matchup for him to continue that. And there might be extra shots that go around for him. So keep an eye on that as well. On the other side of the ball, without Bradley Beal, uh, we know Kuzma, Dinwiddie, Hero, they get a big, big bump. Uh, Avia is playing really solid lately, too. Four straight games of at least 25 fantasy points, so bringing back value, 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 uh, and, and we can continue to go there without Bradley Beal in this one. Uh, he has, four in those four straight games, all double-digit points, getting a couple uh, good amount of rebounds, pitching in some assists, some stocks there. So he's been playing really well. He's another guy to keep an eye on there uh, as a cheaper value there um, against a really good defense. Dinwiddie, probably the one that I would look at the most, uh, more so than Kyle Kuzma, because depending on who's matched up with. Um, and he's $400 cheaper. So Dinwiddie, Gafford, I mean Dinwiddie, Advia, and that's likely where I'm looking at. Uh, we'll see who continues to to start if they shake things up a bit. We've been seeing Aaron Holiday get a good amount of minutes. Kispert get a good amount of minutes. But I think we have so much value on the slate that we don't have to go there. All right, jumping on over to the next game, the last one at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have the Memphis Grizzlies at the Sacramento Kings. Uh, we have a 224.5 game total, which is the highest of the night. And the Grizzlies are 5.5 point road favorites. On the injury report, we have for the Grizzlies, Aldama, Culver, Merrill, Zaire Williams, all out, and Brandon Clark is questionable. For the Kings, we have Len, Davion Mitchell, and Queda out, Darren Fox as questionable. Um, they got a lot of people back in this one. They uh, should see, we saw Holmes come back, Bagley should be back for this one, a lot of people back for this one, so they have a lot of their, they're not crushed again. Um, start with the Grizzlies, though. It's just a fantastic spot. It's a really good spot. Um as far as Ja being 9K, though, a uh, great spot. But he's still working himself back from missing so much time. Uh, he's only played two games in since he's come back, and he hasn't really lit the world on fire. Uh, he's only taken a combined 27 shots and has only made 12. Obviously, the more he continues and ramping up, ramping up, uh, the better he'll be. But as of right now, uh, I'm going to leave him alone until he looks a little bit more like what we saw earlier in the year, especially at that price tag. 
Uh, we have a lot of other options that we don't need to to fully go there. Outside of that, Brooks, Bain, pretty solid. I do prefer Bain at the big discount there. Uh, Brooks has been playing rock solid, but at 7-1, I don't think we need to go there. Bain has three out of the last five games. Uh, he's had over 31 fantasy points, bringing back some solid value there. So we can look at that. Um, and DeAnthony Melton's only 5-1. We, I, I know everybody's healthy now, but he's been he's been uh, pretty solid. Three straight games, or three of the last four games, over 27, and two of those four games, uh, over 37 fantasy points. So there is some upside to, to, to take on uh, over there. Uh, Brandon Clark misses. Kyle Anderson at 4-8 uh, becomes a solid play there, too. Um, I'll take some shots in tournaments. I don't really feel super safe in cash, even though the matchup is is really, really nice here. On the other side of the ball, uh, Halliburton, almost 9K. He's at 8-7. If Fox misses again, we just talked about Jod, 9K. I would much rather have Halliburton or Halliburton at $300 less. We know the role he has when uh, Fox is not there, and this is his team, especially when when, when Fox isn't there. Just look at his last four or five games. It's been all over 42 points, three straight over 50. Uh, there's still value to be had there, even though his price tag's super high. So even with people coming back, if it's not Fox that's coming back, we can still attack Halliburton uh, on this slate. If it is Fox, um, I'm going to leave both of them alone. Uh, I don't really want to go Fox first game back after missing uh, over 10 days, even though 8-1 is a solid price tag. I don't want to do that. And 8-7 would be too high for Halliburton uh, if him and Fox were – they are sharing their the playmaking role uh, up there. So we'll see exactly how this lineup shakes out. But everyone is priced a little accordingly. Rashawn uh, Holmes at 5'8 makes some sense. That's that's very cheap for him. I know he came back and he hasn't played really a lot the last um, game. He, the first game back, he only played 17 minutes. I would expect that to jump back up. Uh, they did get blown out by the Clippers, so they didn't need to rush him there. So if he's back into 30 minutes... 5-8 makes a lot of sense, but everybody else is pretty much priced uh, as if they're still depleted. Uh, like Barnes, Heald, Meadow, uh, I'll, I'll leave everybody else alone. All right, um, jumping on over to the next game at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have the New Orleans Pelicans at the Oklahoma City Thunder. We have a 209.5 game total, and the um, the Pelicans are one-point road underdogs. Uh, and on the injury report, we have a good amount here. We have uh, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, uh, Jose Alvarado, Alvarado, Kyra Lewis, Didi Lizudu, uh, Najee Marshall, Jonas, Zion all out for the Pelicans. And the Thunder don't have an injury report uh, as of yet. So keep an eye on that, but we'll see who pops in, who pops out. As for who we like on the Pelican side of the ball, uh, this is a fantastic matchup for Brandon Ingram. He's almost 9K, but he's been crushing it. Um, over 43 or 41 fantasy points in four straight, top 50 twice. Uh, he's been really, really solid. Makes more sense for me for cash, especially in this matchup, because I think 45, 50 points uh, is where he'll get, and with a little bit of upside there. But at 9-8, we can look at that without J-Val. Hernan Gomez is only is still under 5K. He got the start in the last one, played 32 minutes. Uh, he only shot one of 11 from the field, but he still grabbed 16 rebounds and a steal. Uh, he only scored three points, but he played 32 minutes. If he shot four of 11, he's hitting over 30, 35 fantasy points there. Really solid value there. 
Uh, so we can go back to Hernan Gomez in this one. It's a good matchup as well. Josh Hart is almost 7K now. I really like him in this matchup, but that is a is a hefty price tag. Um, I think he'll bring back value, though. I don't think the upside is huge, but I think value is here, especially without Naw. Um, J-Val, a lot of rebounding opportunities opening up. But I'm pretty much going to stick to taking some cash shots at Ingram and Hernan Gomez in, in both different lineups because uh, that's just a very solid value there. All right, jumping on over to the other side of the ball. Another great matchup for these guys. Uh, though the Pelicans are playing really great basketball lately, uh, they're not the greatest of defenses. And you see Shy at almost 9K. Uh, we just mentioned a couple people around this price tag in uh, Halliburton and um, Ja. I prefer Shy right in the middle of those two, uh, depending on if Fox doesn't play. Um I mean, Fox availability, I should say. If Fox does play, I prefer Shy over the, both of those guys. Um, if Fox doesn't play, then I prefer Halliburton, then um, Shy, then John, that order of those three. Just right there. I mean, uh, very, very similarly priced, all three of them. Uh, same position, and that's where I would go. But we just got to see the, the injury report. And we should know, because that first game, uh, the Memphis Kings game, tips off at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's the start of this slate. Outside of that... Um, probably not going to have a ton of exposure elsewhere. There's been a lot of hit and miss, hit and miss. Uh, Baisley has been playing really solid and that would be where I would go next. Um, coming off the bench, he's been three straight games over 26 fantasy points at only, uh, four, four makes a lot of sense, but there's a lot of hit and miss over here. Uh, James Robinson, Earl 3,400, they might go small in this game. So that's something to keep an eye on without J Val. Um, so we'll keep an eye on that, but I like, uh, out of the rest of the group, basically the most at 4-4. All right, jumping on over to the next game at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have the Detroit Pistons taking on the San Antonio Spurs. We have a 217.5 game total, and the Spurs are 9.5-point home favorites. Uh, the Pistons, a lot of people on here. We have Cade Cunningham, Jeremy Grant, Killian Hayes, Saban Lee, Trey Lyles, Roddy McGruder, Kelly Olenek, Chris Smith, Isaiah Stewart, and then we just added, as I mentioned earlier, uh, Josh Jackson, Corey Joseph, all on the health and safety protocol list are out. Uh, and then we have Diallo as available, um, Isaiah Livers as questionable. He's coming back from returning, but that's just a decimated team right there. Uh, pretty much everybody is out. On the Spurs side of the ball, uh, they got people coming back. Um, they, they were hit a little bit, but not too too crazy. We have Zach Collins as out and Doug McDermott as probable. So they're pretty healthy for given what is going around the league. But uh, Detroit uh, once again comes in with the another team that is just loaded with people to play. I mean, um, Sadiq Bey, Diallo, Frank Jackson, those three. Uh, and I, I, Hamade Diallo, not Czech. Czech might have to play too, but uh, Luca Garza, these guys are going to have to play tons of minutes. They don't really have any bodies. Um, and this is a good matchup. The Spurs play fast, and you can score fantasy points against them. So uh, even with Bay's $7,500 price tag, he makes a little bit of sense here. He's going to be the alpha and the omega. Uh, Diallo is only 5600 That's a, a solid price tag. Uh, he's had 25 or more fantasy points in the last three three straight games. And that coincides with 30-plus minutes in those last three games, which he hasn't always consistently gotten those minutes. So uh, 
if he's getting the minutes, which he should, especially in this matchup and this team, um, yeah, he makes some sense. Frank Jackson, we know he's a microwave scorer under 5K. Uh, he's going to pro- likely start at point guard. Um, 15 to 15 points minimum. I don't see him scoring actual points under 15. He's going to take a lot of shots here. Uh, very good matchup on the other end with Derek White and DeJounte Murray, but um, he's going to be running the show here. Um, I like him under 5K. Luca Garza might start at center. Only 3K. A lot to like there. This guy is a pretty solid uh, permanent guy. Young. He might not play too much. He might foul out. But they don't really have anybody else. They just have people that they picked up. Isaiah Livers, uh, Chick Diallo, that they just they just signed him. Uh, no one really to back him up. So he's another guy to throw an option there. And there's only 3K uh, tournament option there. On the other side of the ball, just a very good matchup. You're going against a depleted Detroit team. You're almost 10-point home favorites. Uh, how close do you think it's going to be? Murray is 10-4, uh, and he can easily put up a triple-double in this matchup and over 70 fantasy points. Uh, but how close do you think it's going to be? Would you? Derek White could easily put up 40 points in this one. He's only 6,500. Those two guys make some sense. Jakob Pertl, 6,400. As I mentioned, there's no interior defense uh, uh, on the Pistons right now, so he makes some sense here. Uh, Vassal at 3,700. He might get extra minutes here. I like him. He been, hasn't been playing what he did earlier in the year, uh, but it's only a matter of time. Those All those guys are in play for me at, at their varying levels. Uh, again, Murray at 10-4. I mean, with all the value here, it's not like you're paying too much here. So uh, I do like that there. We have so much value on this slate that we can get one, two big guys over 10K on it. All right, jumping on over to the next game, we have at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, the Indiana Pacers taking on the Chicago Bulls. Um, we have a 215.5 game total, and the Bulls are 8.5 point home Favorites on the injury report. A lot of people back for the Bulls. Uh, Alex Caruso, Patrick Williams, Derek Jones Jr. out. Pacers have TJ Warren, TJ McConnell McConnell out. Malcolm Brogdon, DeMontis Sabonis as questionable. Of all the injury reports, that is the smallest one, though. Uh, Some big names on the Pacers side of the ball. And we will start with the Pacers since they are the away team. Sabonis, Brogdon may not play. Obviously, that changes a lot of things. Uh, O'Shea Brissett has been drawing the start. He played 30 minutes in the last one, almost 20 fantasy points. Uh, he's teetering around that over 20, under 20 type range last five games or so. Um, and I like it. At 4K, he, he makes some sense here. It's, it's a decent matchup for him. And he should get 30 minutes again if Sabonis doesn't play. Uh, Miles Turner at 7-8. Getting a little bit pricey. Uh, he did drop 53 fantasy points in the last one against Houston, but... This is not Houston, so I'm going to leave him alone. Malcolm Brogdon, if he's out, Karis LeVert, Chris Duarte, they do get a big bump. Uh, if he's in, I'm going to leave all three of those guys alone. But if he's out, those two guys get a big bump, especially if Sabonis is out. Uh, the majority of playmaking duties is going to land on those two guys. Again, TJ McConnell's also out. So a lot of playmaking to go around for those three guys. Uh, I think LeVert at 8-8, if there's no Brogdon, and then especially if there's no Sabonis also, uh, makes a ton of sense here. Duarte only if those guys are missing as well. Uh, if they're all playing, I'm going to leave it alone for for now. Jumping on to the other side of the ball, we have pretty much uh, most of the team is back. We know the Bulls were decimated with um, health and safety protocols, but Zach Levine will be back for this one. Uh, DeRozan was already back. 
Kobe White was back. Um, we don't have Caruso, so the lineup's going to change a little bit. Derek Jones Jr. was filling in for him somewhat. Uh, he's not in this one, too, so the lineup changes a little bit. But at 10-2, I can't go to Zach Levine even in a good matchup like this. Uh, first game back in over two weeks. Uh, I don't know how it how it works. Vooch and DeRozan, same thing. Uh, when people When big guys come back, I try and keep away from it, especially if their prices are... Pretty high, 9.5 and 9.6 for DeRozan and Vooch. Um, and Ball is 8.3, eight, so I'm probably going to lean off all of these guys with Levine coming back and changing everything up. Um, we'll see who draws the start. Maybe it's Kobe White. Maybe it's uh, Desanmu, and that would be intriguing to me, but we have a lot of value that we don't have to go there, but I would like to know who's starting first, and I would take a shot at them in uh, GPPs, not in cash. All right, last game of the night. We have the Denver Nuggets at the Los Angeles Clippers. Uh, we have a 2-16 game total, and we have the um, Clippers are four-point home favorites. That might change uh, with news that Paul George is out for a few weeks. Um, and I guess I'll start with the Clippers injury report since I started with George. Isaiah Hartenstein, Reggie Jackson, Kawhi Leonard, Marcus Morris, Jason Preston all out. The Nuggets have P.J. Dozier, Bull Bull, Marcus Howard, Jamal Murray, Michael Porter Jr. all out. J. Michael Green and Aaron Gordon as probable. We'll start with the Nuggets. Um, Jokic is the highest-priced guy on the slate for obvious reasons. He's a couple hundred more than Embiid, uh, and I would love to have at least one of them on on in my lineup with everything going on. I think we can afford it. Um, I prefer Jokic for the cash games and Embiid for the tournament. Embiid has a little better of a matchup, but uh, Jokic is also going against a depleted Clippers team against with a depleted team of his own, so I don't think it's going to be a blowout there. Um, outside of that, the defense for the Clippers falling off a little bit with some other guys out, uh, especially Paul George. So Will Barton at six two could make some sense. Uh, Monte Morris at five or four nine, I'm sorry, uh, makes some sense, even though he had a couple dookie games in a row there. Uh, they'll be they'll be bouncing back very shortly. And I think we can attack him while he's under 5K. Uh, outside of that, really not too much. We'll see about Aaron Gordon. He might miss this one. That would open up minutes for uh, either J. Michael if he's ready to go or Jeff. Um, J. Michael would be a, a little better of an option, a couple hundred dollars cheaper to look there. But I don't really think we have to go anywhere too crazy outside of Jokic and a couple chances. Um, on the other side of the ball, yep, Paul George is out. Reggie Jackson is out. A uh, lot of offense to go around. And we have Isaiah Hartenstein out. He was playing really well a couple week, uh, last couple weeks before he went out. But Eric Bledsoe, Terrence Mann, Luke Kennard, all these guys, 5'8", 5'7", 5'6", they're getting the proper ba- uh, price bump with these guys out. Uh, Nick Batum really didn't at 4'6". Four, at I like Batum here. Um, Terrence Mann of those three, we know he can blow up, and I like taking him of the three guys that I mentioned at 5'6", 5'7", 5'8". I think Kennard doesn't do a ton outside of threes for the most part. Um, Bledsoe, we know, is Eric Bledsoe. Terrence Mann has that uh, blow-up potential, so I'm going to take him in cash out of those three guys. I like Batum and uh, Ibaka. Ibaka and Zubats at 5'2", and 3'4". Without Hartenstein uh, going against this guy, they call the Joker. Uh, they're going to have to play a little bit big here. At 3,400, Ibaka makes a lot of sense. Uh, don't forget about Boston um, 
Jr. as well. He's played 23 minutes in the last two games, only 3,300. You might see minutes in the 30s here. makes for a very sneaky, uh, cheap play. But that will do it for the slate. Uh, before we head on out of here, I do want to let you guys know that we have a brand new daily fantasy partner at Sports Ethos, Thrive Fantasy. Prop up with Thrive Fantasy on their mobile app or at thrivefantasy.com. Use code ETHOS when you sign up to get a 100% deposit match bonus on your first deposit up to 100 bucks plus either two or four free game tickets to play. Pick player props on the biggest names playing every night. Score props when you hit props. Uh, and the players with the most points win a share of the nightly prize money. Again, that is code ETHOS over at thrivefantasy.com to get 100 your first deposit matched all the way up to 100 bucks and either two or four free game tickets to play. All right. Thank you guys for tuning in. We will catch you again tomorrow. Peace. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.